0: Hi, welcome to Project Geospatial. I'm Adam Simmons. Back with me here at G1 2023 is uh, Patrick Atchison. Huh, I right. got it right the first time. Thank you. Uh, you work for Quadrant still. Actually, you you, you helped build Quadrant, so I shouldn't underplay that enough. Uh, can you talk about, one, uh, what you've been up to lately, and uh, we'll get right into it.
1: Sure. Well, thanks for having me, first of all. And, uh, yeah, Quadrant is excited to be here back at St. Louis at g We're... Um continuing to grow and expand uh, at NGA and many of our other IC customers. We've been uh, really focused on building out our um, mission capabilities around, around geospatial application development and, uh, and
0: supporting the IC. Amazing, so in terms of uh, the progress that you've made in the last year or two since we last interviewed, can you give us a snapshot in time where you were then and how much you've scaled and built? Since sure.
1: That? Well, I guess last time we chatted, uh, we chatted was probably two years ago in uh, 2021 when GeoWint was last year. Uh, since then, we've uh, won a uh, big contract over at uh, another IC agency doing a lot of corporate uh, business uh, uh, systems integration work. We uh, purchased a small company uh, at a, at a, that, that had a... A presence uh, at another IC agency, and that that's been an exciting growth area for us, and uh, really built up our business at a, at a different customer. Uh, at NGA, we've won uh, a couple contracts uh, doing more mission application work. So we won a contract uh, n- most recently, a, a, co- a contract called Hydra, where we're working in source, doing a lot of the, uh, uh, new development and and uh, support for. Uh, for mission actual mission applications, which is kind of a, a big step forward for us, uh, we've been pushing into the mission space at NGA more and more, and that's been a, a big uh, a big success story for us over the past year. Or so,
0: so in terms of your company footprint, uh, you know, you make a lot of trips out. You live here in St. Louis. Is a lot of the companies split between St. Louis and uh, the NGA proper?
1: Yeah, we have. Uh, we when we started years ago, we had more of a presence in St. Louis, and we still maintain that presence, but. Um, Since then, uh, we have uh, really expanded more in the D.C. area. So it's about 80 percent of our company is in D.C. and about 20 percent is out here. So I spend a fair amount of my time uh, flying back and forth, uh, probably out there two weeks. And here a week is about the the average uh, kind of mix of travel at this point in time.
0: Yeah. So in terms of helping out on a mission, what have you seen in terms of the changes in skill sets or, you know, analysis uh over the last year or two, uh, in terms of the, you know, the changing dynamic of NGA and the geospatial industry as a whole?
1: Well I think what we see, particularly in the areas we're working, a lot more need for kind of uh the open stack kind of uh software developers. Um I think that skill set is uh in high demand. We see more data science requirements and more data science demand. Uh certainly uh uh, huge push with AI, ML, and those types of skill sets. So, um, you know, just a lot of technical, um, technical requirements. You really see, you know, um, more and more um, college graduates. You really need these, these you know, who have, can, can code, really. I mean, you just need the hardcore coders, is really an important skill set, I
0: think, uh, with all the, the changes in the industry. Excellent. Uh, where do you see Quadrant going from there?
1: Well, I mean, I, I think we're hoping to continue to expand uh, into more mission, um, more mission work at NGA. Uh, that's, that's continue to be the plan. I think we're also looking at um, a lot of the enterprise uh, systems integration work we've been really good at over the past 20 years at agencies like NGA and some of the other IC agencies. I think we're uh, looking at doing more of that, uh, that work across more agencies. We have some opportunities on the horizon that... that um, We'll be maybe opening up a few more agencies for us in addition to the three or four that we work at today.
0: Excellent. Uh, now, the theme of this GEOINT is the metaverse, and you also are currently on the board of USGF. Uh, what's your opinion about the metaverse, uh, the theme this year, in terms of what you're seeing maybe on the floor at GEOINT? And uh, what, is, what do you think that means for the industry as a whole?
1: I think it's a, a lot about the you know uh, automation and and uh, kind of taking the human out of the loop of a lot of the um, a lot of the analysis so that they can uh, have the analysts focus more on the higher level um, the higher level important important work and we're not we're not doing the mundane tasks. I think that's a good theme for this year. And I think in the keynotes this morning they showed just the uh, crazy advancements in in, this, uh, in the geospatial world and, and how important it is and, and fundamental to supporting our democracy. I mean, some of the examples they use from Ukraine and some of the other things to show how, uh, how much a role this plays in, in protecting
0: our freedom. Uh, so, as a part of that theme, in terms of uh, you know the metaverse and what people are doing, uh, you know a lot of it's wrapped around how immersive the data is becoming. Not just how expansive or integrated it is with a lot of these ML ops platforms that we're talking about more than the mainstream. But uh, do you think that's the natural next step? Is more immersive data, so we can just. Uh, it-
1: Oh, I was talking. I was talking to some folks last night about that and the, the different types of data that they're able to synthesize and how quickly they can synthesize all that data from different um, sensors, different types of sensors, and um, make decisions. You know, from uh, uh, kind of sensor to shooter is what they talk about. How quickly that's all happening and and how important that is in terms of having the competitive advantage today. I think that's a huge issue for. Yeah. Uh, for companies to and, and, and the government to be able to address to, to, to you know, remain competitive against
0: our, our adversaries. Well, as we wrap up, I want to ask you one last question. Uh, as you walk around Gluent, uh what do you are? What do you hope to get out of this? What are your biggest like, oh, I'm going to look for this this year in terms of game changing industry technologies or what do you hope to see?
1: We're always looking for, you know, we're we're not a, a technology company per se, but we do. We're more of a systems integrator. So our sweet spot is really being able to work with um, innovative technology companies and bringing that capability in and operationalizing it in, in in the IC. That's been our sweet spot, and so we're always looking for companies with new and innovative ideas around um, AI, ML. Obviously, you hear a lot about that. I think. Um, We're always looking for companies that, you know, there's a lot of people that are talking about it, but who are the companies that are actually have real capabilities um, that can be applied at scale. Right. Yeah. I think that the at scale is where I think we feel like we can help companies, you know, that we understand how to build out um, how to build out these these platforms to be used by thousands of users and to be um, uh, successful at a at a. Um, at an enterprise, at enterprise level, I think is where we, that, that's kind of what I look at is, you know, where are those technology companies and
0: how can we help them uh, bring their technology to the IC? Awesome. Well, and for anybody looking to find out more about Quadrant, then go to quadrant.com. Correct. www.quadrantwithanI.com. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Patrick. And, All right. And uh, we will talk to everybody next time. Thank you.